Would you ever want to do a bodybuilding competition? Maybe. Ooh. I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to that. You know what? I'm going to say no to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, me searchers, you're listening to the Me Search Podcasts, and we are your hosts. My name is Dustin Domingo. And I'm Crystal Tigati, and we're bringing in the new year with uh, fun technical <laughs> difficulties. It's fine. And also, Dustin has something to say about our show. <laughs> <laughs> we have critical, messy, and fun conversations with each other, <laughs> with friends, and with leaders in the community. And yeah, let's. <laughs> and together, we're going to unpack important issues, learn and unlearn what we think about what we know about what it means to be Filipino. <laughs> this, this is this is an episode. <laughs> this sure is. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy <laughs> New Year. So today we're reflecting on 2022. We're ringing in the New Year 2023. Um. So Happy New Year, Crystal. Happy New Year. Uh, New Year, me searchers, starting off so strong. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal's yeah. microphone broke. Oh gosh, my microphone broke. I went to, I left my coffee on the dresser, and so I went to go get the coffee on the dresser, and my foot kind of moved the wire or the is it wire the cable. Mm-hmm attached to my microphone and now it's broken <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's making fine. some rattling noises but you know what i think this is a vibe this is a vibe for 2023 including this microphone it's saying i've done my work and i'm going to rest so <laughs> yeah. don't make me do shit <laughs> what what uh tell everybody what device you're using to record at this so, moment at this moment, I'm using my AirPods, so it's not going to be as crisp and clear. We're recording on Zoom because GarageBand is saying, I don't, I don't sense anything. So we're just going to go on Zoom and I'm feeling like a guest on the show because <laughs> <laughs> we usually just have our guests, our, our guest uh, recording is on the Zoom. Yeah, farewell to the snowball. Farewell. Gonna give it a little hug. Do a little Marie Kondo moment and like thank you for its work <laughs> and its worth and its value and what it brought to your life. <laughs> thank you. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. So <laughs> anyway. speaking of saying goodbye to things in uh, in your life in 2023, Ooh, I'm sorry, in 2022, like what what are some other things that you're saying goodbye to in 2022? To make room for in 2023. Bullshit. <laughs> Say goodbye to the bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Any bullshit. I feel like 2022 has been prepping me for this transitional moment of me really advocating for myself. Okay. And um, I won't take shit, everyone. I just, I feel like as a as a person who's been a, a people pleaser for so long i think i just can't do it anymore everyone so mm. watch out because your shit ain't coming this way <laughs> <laughs> it will be pushed back to you 
I love or that. It will it will be gently handed to you. Maybe not gently. <laughs> Depending uh, uh, on the situation. <laughs> firmly handed back. Firmly hand yeah, that's good. Because I don't want to be I don't want to be a mean girl and I don't want to be a pushover either. So Yeah. Um yeah, just uh just stand in my ground a little bit more. Yeah, they should call you Crystal Dig Your Heels into Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Um, what else am I saying farewell to? I think that's it. That's pretty hefty. That's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. What about you, boo? I'm saying goodbye to Jealousy. Oh. I know that it's been like a, it's been a something that we've talked about before, um, and something that lots of people mention. Um, but with regards to like comparing yourself to others, I feel like I need to do. I I feel like I did less of that in 2022. I feel like I want to awesome continue doing less of that, um, and just being like excited about who I am and who I'm myself going to become, um, and not be so consumed by the journeys of others because everybody is doing their own thing and that's great. Or like somebody's success doesn't necessarily mean that that's my failure and somebody's failure doesn't mean that that's my success. Like I shouldn't be measuring myself against other people. And that's what I am taking from this past year. And I want to apply that moving forward. I love that for you, boo. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. that's a hard thing to do because mm-hmm. I think we've grown up with um, always being compared and, um, you know, measurements of yeah. people's success and whatever the fuck that means. But you know what's interesting? I was watching Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart on HBO Max. Did she um, do like a special, like a stand up special or a stand up talk or something? Yeah, she does like a little talk and it's a five part series. Mm. And she talks about how comparison is part of our human nature. It is like hardwired into our psyche and our body and our brains, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can't get rid of the act of comparison, but acknowledging it as you are will help us navigate how we use comparison and how we can say I'm doing it and I'm going to dismiss it or I'm going to use it in another form that is more in servitude of what you're doing. Mm. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Fuck our freaking brains and how we're so hired, <laughs> hardwired to do that. Fuck. You know, that m- reminds me of though, like, it reminds me of like how we are compared to our siblings or our cousins by our elders. Like, mm-hmm. oh, why aren't you more like this? Or why aren't you more like your cousin? Or like they'll they'll bring up uh, achievements from like people in your same generation and and using that as like a measure of like your own worth. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. how does that work for you being the only child? I'm curious. Oh, you know, it's so funny because I have a very 
um, vivid memory from when I was four or five. My mom had just, you know, given me a bath or something. And I don't know what we were talking about. I have no idea. Um, But she said, um, why can't you be more like your cousin who is more outgoing? Which is funny because my mom is like, the most introverted person in the entire world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it, it led up to a moment where I could not take it anymore. And and I can't remember all the other times where I've been compared to my cousins who are more uh, extroverted, but it, 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 it boiled up to this very specific moment and I just started crying and I just said, why can't you just love me for me? Oh shoot. And I was just crying my butt off. And I don't remember what was said to me after that. And clearly it, this kind of conversation continued through my entire life, I think up until this moment, because my mom doesn't really compare me anymore, which is like amazing. Me and my mom have made strides, y'all. It's amazing. That's great. Also, (laughs) you're pretty darn cool. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Um, But yeah, as an only child, I was still very much compared to cousins and just everyone else in the community. And even if I was an only child. There was still like very clear set expectations of how I needed to present. Our parents' generation at family parties, it was like all the kids are going to perform, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it felt like there was so much pressure on me on my performance. It's like I had to practice. I had to have my tapes ready. And it was like, these are your three songs that you're going to sing. (laughs) So there was always a pressure of like how I would perform at Christmas parties and any family party, even if it had nothing to do with me. And it was like cousins that I didn't really know or family that extended family that I didn't really know. But like there was an expectation that there was a concert from Crystal Tugatti. (laughs) Did you have cousins who performed also? Like what did they do? Also that. I didn't have that many cousins who also performed after me. It was just me Mm. Uh, some of the time. And it was so, you know, looking back, it's fucking weird. (laughs) I mean, my honest perception of that is like, that probably is a clear indication that you were miles ahead when it came to talent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like maybe Thanks. you were just so much more talented than your your cousins that or maybe your mom was more exploitative i have no idea <laughs> i feel like it was more of the exploitative <laughs> oh okay well that's interesting because like i also love performing but i never had that experience i love performing but the idea of performing for family like it doesn't necessarily terrify me because if I had to do it, I would do it, but also I wouldn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And probably because of the same emotions that you felt of like, these are people I will continue to see who will continue to critique and judge me and base my worth from this performance. I wouldn't want to perform 
as a child in front of friends and family in that way. Yeah. Especially if it was just like a solo thing. Interesting. It's interesting. Well, let's talk about stuff that you're proud of in 2022. Like what's something that you feel like you're proud of accomplishing or something that you can see has grown in yourself in 2022? I've been doing inner work for a while now, Mm -hmm. but I feel like this year I've really found home in my body. Um, And we spoke about this with Ariana, but like the meeting of my soul to my skin has been a very significant moment in my life because I just feel like one whole piece. Mm. Um, And there's many pieces to me. And I think I've been very judgmental about the darker parts of me and the parts that might be seen as, you know, flaws or whatever. But I've just like this year, I've just really loved on that Mm -hmm. and accepted that that's part of me. And I celebrate, I feel like this is a year that I've really celebrated who I am as a whole. Mm. And it's really taken a lot of work and a lot of time to finally feel like I can really celebrate who I am. And it's healed so much of like, I think my past traumas and healed a lot of how I've viewed myself negatively. And it's really allowed me to pour out more love and to allow myself to advocate for myself um, when I feel like I typically would just be like, oh, I'm just going to sweep it under the rug, mm-hmm. you know? But I feel like if I've, if someone offended me or someone crossed a boundary with me, I've been able to speak up for myself and um, instead of ruminating on it or just like thinking about it to like um, to the point of no return where I'm just like repeating these negative moments in my brain and just like being mad about it by myself. I'm like, okay, you know what? Like I, need to be clear about how people need to treat me. Mm -hmm. And I won't take, again, I won't take the bullshit. (laughs) Um, And you can do whatever you want with my feelings. I think I've always tried to accommodate comfort for others when it came to my discomfort. And so Mm -hmm. it's like discomfort times two. It's like, I'm taking the discomfort that I'm anticipating you're going to have and the discomfort that I'm already feeling And I'm just going to take it all in and internalize it for everyone. But now I'm like, okay, I have my own discomfort and um, it's not fair that I have to hold yours. So I'm going to tell you what my discomfort is 
and you can do what you want with that. Whether or not you're going to talk to me about it or not, or sit with the discomfort with me or not, I'm just going to be honest about what is going on in my body and my brain and my soul. And um, it's not my responsibility for other people to, you know, <laughs> feel good about it or not. Mm. I like that you've it. become more empowering. Like you're standing more powerful than I've ever seen you stand before. Oh my God. Thank you, boo. And you know what? I feel powerful. I feel powerful and I feel like I'm really so full of love and joy and I fucking am very proud of myself. I'm very yeah. fucking proud of myself. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. I, I just think back to like when we were younger, because we've known each other for like a decade at this point. And when mm -hmm. I first met you, like I, my, I, I remember my perception of you had been like, oh, wow, this person is like super cool, super strong, super friendly and outgoing. I think, though, I realized that maybe you are that with certain people that way with certain people or in small groups. And like when you're on stage, you become a new person. But like I've seen you um, also be very shy and quiet. Not that those things are bad, but you're just so different now. In, different in a good way because I think you're more self-assured. You are less concerned about how people view you. And you're you're just more confident of a person. And I think that's great. Thanks. Yeah. yeah it's... It's nice to um, not feel like I have to upkeep a specific image of mm -hmm. who I am to certain people or to like people at large. Mm -hmm. It just is what it is, y'all. <laughs> and I'm not I'm really at this point where like I'm I'm really trying to be the same person in all spaces. Mm. Okay. And it's really hard to do that, right? That is and that, like really I hard. Yeah, and I know that there's like in some spaces like going back to Ariana's uh, episode bringing your full self into work and like I'm trying to bring my full self everywhere. I'm not going to be like cussing to my kids, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like a huge ass potty potty mouth clearly. And I'm also not going to be sharing, you know, I'm not sharing my personal moments all the time with my my students. But um, I just want to be me everywhere. And I'm not going to muzzle my my voice for anyone anymore. It's too fucking exhausting. Yeah. It's just really tiring. And I'm just like. I'm done. I'm I'm just really so done with like having to play roles and to to put on different masks at different times for different people so I'm more palatable. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that also has to do with like all the people that we've spoken to on the pod and how much that's influenced me and and has inspired me to just fucking be myself. Yeah. I think there's a difference between 
wearing a mask of someone else or like coming to work or coming to a space with a persona that is not you in order to be more palatable as opposed Mm -hmm. to bringing yourself and showing a specific amount of yourself to that person to be able to have a successful interaction. I think there's um, an important distinction to be made there because like one is being someone who you're not and being someone who is you, but you know, parts of you that are still authentic and true, but you don't need to make something up about yourself in order to get by. Like you can be completely you and, you know, survive a situation you you make a good point like you don't have to share all of these personal details right to an individual if they don't if they're not that type of person in your life who gets to be in the know <laughs> yes and that 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 is a huge thing because i am being a lot more selective of who who gets to get my energy mm. But if you want me to be like this very neatly packaged little devout, quiet, obedient, little Christian lady, I'm not going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just not, you know, yeah. like I, I and I've really I think I have just really also become a lot more honest with my spirituality and, and faith. Um, and I've, I feel like I've really been grappling with that for the past few years. And really this year, I feel also one more thing about 2022 for me is just being honest with who I am as a spiritual being and what I believe um, when it comes to and what I believe when it comes to how I practice that and express that and um what i subscribe to and who i want to be in community with when it comes to spirituality Mm. well speaking of spirituality for me in 2022 i feel like i've become more spiritual not more religious per se yeah 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 but like definitely more spiritual in the sense of like i realize i'm just like a little dot in the timeline, a dot in the universe. And like, mm-hmm. I sometimes just randomly think like, holy crap, like we are celestial beings because we're like floating in the universe and the universe is so big. Who's to say that there aren't different worlds where there are different like beings or like life forms of some sort out there because We're so small, even like in the history of planet Earth, like human beings on planet Earth, it's like a speck in the timeline. Yeah. So just thinking about like space and time, like we're so small in this like vast thing called space. Yeah. I just I've been thinking about that a lot in 2022. And like, what does that mean for us? And like, what does that mean for how we view ourselves? I've cared less about things because I realize how trivial some of life's problems are Mm -hmm. because I, I think like in perspective 
we are so small. These problems are so small. It's given me more agency to just also do whatever I want. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I'm proud of in 2022 as far as like how I see myself and how I see the world. I feel like I've ha- I have a broader sense of who I am in this space and in this time. I'm more happy with who I am. Um, I, mm-hmm. I was saying earlier, like, I've, uh, I want to say goodbye to jealousy. I think I have been saying goodbye to a little bit of that. But I think also I'm just happier, more happy in my skin. Like, reflecting back, I think I might have had a bit of, like, body dysmorphia. Mm. Like, during grad school, I gained a lot of weight. And then in the beginning of, like, last year, I was like, wow, like, I really gained a lot of weight. I might have been, like, 60, 70, 80 pounds overweight. Mm. Um, and that just, like, messed me up. I worked on myself, like, physically to get healthy and stuff over the last couple of years. I'm proud of how much I've come because, like, I am a lot stronger and a lot more physically fit. Um, my clothes fit, which is great. Um, but then I, like, look back at myself from, like, earlier in the last year. Um, and I I think to myself, like, wow, like, I actually wasn't as horrid looking as I felt at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely not as, like, um, physically fit as I've been, like, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I am spending more time to exercise and, like, focus more on my health because, like, life is very short and I need to prioritize, like, taking care of my health at this point. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily something that um is a hobby per se as maybe it was when I was in my 20s and I was like we're gonna go to the gym for fun it's like yeah now now I'm like okay like I had pre-diabetes I need to like (laughs) put in like 30 minutes of movement a day at least right but anyway I like physically I'm not where I was in my 20s necessarily but like I'm much more comfortable with what I look like, even though I'm not like super physically fit um, compared to who I was when I was younger. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, man, we used to hit the gym, man. We did. <laughs> we did. We were, we were very intense about that, but you know what? I'm, I'm really glad that it's more about um, like a, a health standpoint than maybe like, um, how you look mm-hmm. and you looked great even with some weight on you I did I did you and that's did. what I'm real that's what you're I'm al- you're always a handsome boo boo you're always a handsome boo thank you you know what I also have to thank SZA um and Kiki Palmer do you know do you know that song that they did on SNL Cuffin Season no. It goes like, it's cuffing season, all the girls be needing, I need a big boy, need a big boy. You know that one? I don't know. I need to check that okay. out because I I love I'll, both of them. <laughs> I'll send you some video clips, but basically that's that song like started a trend where like there were heavy set guys who are very attractive and they were just posing and like being sexy with the song in the background, like on TikTok, on Instagram and stuff. I'm like, wow, like beautiful people exist in all body types. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I think, yeah, we've, we've been conditioned to really think that um, someone who is aesthetically pleasing is, is 
one kind of body type, right? Yeah. But, uh-uh. And I'm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Fenty, um, Fenty fashion show? I've seen parts of it. Oh my God. <laughs> Rihanna's doing good things. I love Riri. I love Riri so much. But yeah, I'm 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 really glad that that's where you are, Boo. Would you if you were if you were to some I know that you are very uh steadfast on your health journey right now, mm-hmm. but if there was ever a moment that you were to have gained pounds again, do you think that you would be okay with how your body would be as long as it's in control. I think my part, my one thing that I want to get better at, I guess in 2023 is being in control of, of that weight gain and like maybe weight loss. Cause like when you body build, it's a cycle. It's like you gain mm-hmm. weight because part of, um, building muscle is also like you have to eat a lot to build mm-hmm. the muscle and you're concurrently gaining weight. Um, and I think one thing that has held me back from like truly building as much muscle as maybe I wanted to in the past is like being afraid to consume a lot of food. And mm. I, that's like um, where a lot of people have to be careful about when they like toe the line of being that meticulous about tracking their food consumption and like their like bodybuilding and whatnot is, is that they get too fixated on the numbers and it messes with their mental health. Like I've definitely felt a little bit Mm. of that in the past, um, like being consumed by the numbers. Yeah. Um, but I guess to answer your question, I wouldn't mind putting on more weight knowing that that's part of the journey. I think mm-hmm. um, over time as I age, that's going to come naturally. <laughs> and that's <laughs> not really a problem for me. Good. Yeah. Yay. But yeah, I do want to work on uh, bodybuilding next year. <gasps> Would you ever want to do a bodybuilding competition? Maybe. Ooh. I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to that. You know what? I'm going to say no to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think as I think um like as as a an activity that I do, bodybuilding would be great, but competing like as a competitive bodybuilder, that's so hard and beyond what I care to do. it seems like such a process and like there's very specific expectations for these competitions which is yeah i've i've met body built like competitive bodybuilders um my partner's one of my partner's best friends is a or used to be a competitive bodybuilder and it doesn't seem like a lot of fun as you get closer to like the competition date Mm -hmm. because you have to be very regimented about how much you eat like your sleep schedule and all of that like (laughs) i don't know 
it just seems That's- like so much so much restriction as you get closer to the competition day. Right. And I don't know if I want to I don't know if I'm the type of person that would find joy in that. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people that that do because like um the journey it like represents the sacrifice for the day and then like yeah. after the day they they go out and eat, they eat a burger and that's like part Hell of yeah. part of the celebration <laughs> it's like oh i did Aww. great i'm going to have a burger they get to consume things that they didn't get to consume but there's a lot of like restriction involved um and discipline with regards to that and i don't i don't know that i would get a lot of joy personally yeah. from that experience yeah yeah, bodybuilding to a point, but not competitive, I suppose. Well, I'm excited for this journey that you're embarking on for bodybuilding. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to build up my uh, my pecs, <laughs> my pecs and my glutes. Wow, are you gonna like <laughs> do like a little like pec? Um, my- <laughs> I don't know, juggle. Is that I what could you do that? Do? I uh, like a chest bounce situation i can kind of i can kind of do that already i don't know Whoa. if i want i don't know if i want to do that for the internet but you know we'll see <laughs> <laughs> well what do you, okay so like what do you want for 2023 so i've been thinking about things that scare me um such as writing, continuing to write my my scripts, mm-hmm. whatever that might be. I'm just really open to like whatever path this woman one woman show is going to take. I don't know, whatever. You got to do like but, one page a day, just one. Yeah. So I was actually on, um, I've been looking at different theaters because I think I want to c- get come back to the theater. I've been a lot more focused on film and TV the last couple of years, but I think I want to just uh, be in some productions, even if it's like a community production. Um, So I've been looking out for classes and for um, auditions. And I stumbled upon a class that I think I might be taking that is specifically for um, solo shows. Like stage and, solo shows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, universe, I think you're screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, I think I've made a lot of excuses, you know, this past year for when it comes to acting things. And I could blame the outside world all I can and the industry all I want about how far I go or I don't go. But now I'm kind of just like, boo, you're just making excuses. So there is going to be a set of questions that I will be asking myself in 2023 is this are you going to participate in something because it is a distraction or are you going to participate in something that is going to be 
in servitude of your soul and your purpose. Because I feel like I do a lot of things that might distract me from like what my purpose actually is. Like, oh, I'll just do this because I think it's going to help me in the long run in um, like what I, I, I say my purpose is. But looking back, I feel like a lot of my choices have been distractions, Mm. distracting from like me writing my fucking play, you know, me actually doing something to further my art and like what feels good in my soul. Mm. And so now I've come to this point where I'm like, I'm not exactly where I want to be when it comes to my art. And, um, yeah. So the question, the question I'm going to be asking it, or is that, and then if it is, if I can honestly say that it is feeding my soul and not a distraction, the next set of questions is, cause I put it in my notes. The next question is, um, am I going to be participating in, in this choice because it serves an image or an idea to an audience Mm -hmm. such as like, you know, the community or like peers, whatever, or does it serve an audience of me? Mm. Because I feel like a lot of decisions we make can be in, um, in a choice to, uh, or, the decisions that we make sometimes is to present success or to present, um, you know, your personality or present, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it it isn't really true to what I want to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that is like the next set of questions. Is it a just first? Is it a distraction? And is it, is it really actually serving my my purpose? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if it's a distraction, I'm going to put it away. Next, is this decision that I'm making in regards to how I want to present in the community and to other people, or is it just, um, or is this a show for myself? Because I don't want to show for anyone else other than myself Mm. anymore. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're going to be really efficient with your time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 2023. That's yeah. a good decision making tool. I'm glad that you were able to define the questions that will guide you through these next several sets of months. Um, where did you get that from? My you just made brain. That up? That's awesome. I love yeah. that. I love that. You should put, write that Shower down. Thoughts. Maybe like make a Canva flyer and share it with people because I I feel like that's a useful strategy that more people should implement in their lives like who is this serving is it for me or not (laughs) yeah yeah because you know I I, I've been thinking a lot about like social media and stuff and it's like why am I posting what I post and I think that's something that like was a through line for me in 2022 starting off you know this year Mm -hmm. I'm like why am I posting why uh why am I posting the things that I post am I trying to Am I trying to curate an idea or an image of myself to others mm-hmm. for validation in some way? Mm-hmm. So 
I think that's why I've been like, I, I've had a very interesting uh, relationship with social media this year. And like, I really haven't posted much. And I was really excited about like my food blog. And I'm kind of just like, what am I doing this for? You know, mm-hmm. like I love food, but there's still like this, there is this thing, you know, that I'm really trying to understand about like my relationship with image of self to others versus image of me. And I just want to focus on like what I see about myself versus like how I'm presenting for others. Yeah. In all spaces. So. Yeah. That's great. Less social media, everybody. Less. (laughs) But it's hard because like we have to be there, you know, when it comes to certain things like for the pod and for acting things as well but it's like uh, i don't know i think i've i've come to a similar realization um this past year as far as like my relationship to social media um mm-hmm. i think how we can view it moving forward is that it's a tool that we can use to advance um our own mission and purpose as opposed yeah. to a means to validate our worth like it's it's Mm -hmm. a tool it's not who we are yeah yeah what about you 2023 wanna wanna i want to spend more of my time wisely in the sense of i want to also kind of get clear on what i want out of life and who I want to be and be more intentional about how I am using my time to reach those goals or outcomes. Similar to you in like identifying distractions, I want to be able to identify actions that I can take and block out the time to do that in order to get things done. Like I want to be more of a person who is creative every day. Mm. Um, So whether that's doing music or writing or working on this podcast, I want to be able to become more of a creative person and an artist and have that be who I am. And part of that is blocking out the time to do those things. And sometimes I can find myself, like case in point with social media, spending hours just scrolling through. Oh my god! Um, it but is a trap. <laughs> it, it 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 really is, and I'm not saying it's bad because I do enjoy it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I do enjoy. I do get value in like finding funny videos and like yeah, meeting new people and stuff. But like, I want to be careful about how I'm using my time to engage in activities that are meaningful. And working towards something that matters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take a class. I haven't signed up for it. But I want to take like a music production class. Because like. <gasps> I, w- I just want to be a better all around like musician. Um, yes. Oh my so God. like this. Th- this past like couple of years. I've worked on like performance and vocals and stuff. But like. I want to be able to like experiment with like making my own music. 
So I want to I want to take like a music production class. It's gonna be very like beginner, but like at least it's like a starting point. And I need to also remind myself that everybody has a starting point because like you and I have like very talented and advanced friends, right? Like we have people who do really amazing things, but they have been working at their craft for ages. And like I think one thing. Going back to this theme of like comparison, comparison being the thief of joy and growth. Yes. Um, I, I I wanna be able to just like start and like see what what comes of that. And I'm the type of person that needs structure. I can't just like mm-hmm. dilly dally and like do do the thing whenever I have whenever I feel like I have the time. But mm-hmm. like Taking a class means I'm making the time. So I'm making the time to do that. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. That's awesome news, boo. Thanks. Thanks. Where are you taking class? Community college. (gasps) Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to hear what you make. Thanks. It's probably just going to be a little beat. It's going to be like 16 weeks of like making a beat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, that's going to be great. Yeah, we'll see. Just just the 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 possibilities that will come of this new knowledge that you have and and your fire for artistry. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to get to a point where I'm recording my own stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like making my own tracks and recording my own stuff. So right now, like we've been paying people. (laughs) to record our music we are i I will confidently say crystal and and myself like we are we are talented vocalists but i would not know where to start to like make my own music like i have no idea but i will in 2023 (laughs) oh my god i'm really fucking excited for you boo and i cannot wait to to hear what you're going to be making because i feel like it's going to be fucking awesome thank you thank you Yay! What would you like to leave our audience with to start their 2023? Give us a mantra. If it doesn't sit right, it ain't right. Mm, I like it. Okay, mine is chase joy to attract prosperity. Yes. Yeah. That. that. Yeah, that. Well, wrap us up, Crystal. Wait, <laughs> I want to change mine. Okay, go. Well, or add or add on to. Um, also, it's okay to sit in discomfort. Yes. Growth comes from discomfort. You can't be better without feeling uncomfortable first. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. It's okay, everybody. Discomfort is okay. It's a, it's it's fine. It's discomfort is fine. Hashtag it's fine. Hashtag it's fine. I, I feel like that's in uh, counterintuitive to what I my first affirmation, but I feel like that still goes hand in hand because don't I, I just want folks to know because I feel like I've I've also tried to grapple with this that discomfort doesn't mean negative. Right. It's still it can still mean positive. Anyway, wrapping it up. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, it just depends on, like, where, why are you feeling discomfort? Like, where is that discomfort moving you towards? Where is that discomfort moving you towards? 
Yes. Yeah. Anyway, let's say Sorry. goodbye. Let's say goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you for being here, me searchers. Be a me searcher. Follow us at me search podcast. Check us out online at me search podcast.com. We're going to get to the bottom of things, y'all. This is me search. Yay. Woo!